0: The City Quick Connect podcast is brought to you by the Municipal Association of South Carolina. Hey everyone, this is Russell Cox, editor of the Municipal Association of South Carolina's Uptown Publication, and today I am joined by... A couple of people from the city of Hardyville. We have Michael Simbor, the city manager, as well as Jennifer Combs, Parks, Recreation, and Tourism Director. Michael, Jennifer, how are you in Hardyville today? We are doing wonderful. Thank you for inviting us to this podcast.
1: Doing well. Thank you again for the invite.
0: Glad to have you on. Glad to have you on, certainly, because we love to talk about these Achievement Awards and uh, the, the one we're talking about today, Hardyville one in the population 5001 to 10,000 category. Uh, Hardyville is, uh, I'm sure a lot of people know, is among the fastest growing municipalities in South Carolina. And uh, its population in the twenty twenty census, which are the numbers we use for the population categories, I believe was seven thousand four hundred and seventy three. And I'm guys, I'm sure it's higher by now. Substantially higher, probably over ten thousand. So Hardyville won this award for the new recreation center, which, as I understand, was part of the city's vision for an, an, a number of years before all the pieces were able to come together. Could you guys talk just a little bit about all the pieces involved with the rec center?
2: Yes, sir. So yeah, that's a great question. So as you indicate, the city was has been the fastest growing city in South Carolina, you know, for the last uh, five, six plus years. So, but to go back a little bit further than that, the city in early 2000s was only five square miles, about 2,000 people. So mm-hmm. from early 2000s to mid to late 2000s, the city grew from five square miles to 56 square miles. And we and basically, there were uh, 13 or 14 very large tracts of land that could have, it was projected to build out another about 55,000 residential equivalent units. So the reason why I'm talking about this is we have an old town, Hardyville, townies, and then trying to blend in all these new newcomers. So the, the goal really with the recreation center, and this is going back many years, is how do we blend those two communities together? And what better way to do it is to have a quality recreational amenities. So we envision how do we bring people together, and we came up with the idea of a, a nice, multifaceted community center.
1: Yeah, and I mean, in terms of, you know, making some improvements uh, towards parks and recreation for the city, um, one of the goals, of course, of our council um, and administration was really to have a facility that had a had a really large regional impact um, and, of course, offering different opportunities for indoor recreation. You know, we certainly have a lot of opportunities for outdoor recreation, but we didn't have as much for the indoor and thinking long term down the road, you know, a lot of folks thought we were completely crazy doing this, but long term, it's it's a really good asset to have for your parks and recreation, and you know, for your community, it really opens up all kinds of different things and just really boosts all kinds of um, economic development for our region. So we're we're very excited
0: about it. Jennifer, what are what are all the all the sports played at, at this center?
1: Um, well, we have a lot of different offerings right now. Um, as far as programs, we're still working through that. But um, pickleball right now seems to be um, <laughs> the number one thing. Um, so we do that pretty much just about every day um, going in. And we also have basketball. We've got racquetball courts. And we're looking at doing some dodgeball and, of course, youth athletic sports as well. And then, of course, we have a beautiful fitness center um, that really focuses on you know the whole, the whole being with your health fitness as well. And um, to make matters even better, we have an indoor mezzanine track. Um, Mm -hmm. So you know, being down here in the low country, it's super hot. So this is a great amenity to have. And actually, I think it was one of our, I think it was the number one needs um, when we did our need assessment uh, when building all of this stuff together. So um, it was really great to be able to see it and and put that in because you don't get to see that too much anymore. So it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm.
0: Is is pickleball taking off as wild in Hardyville as it is everywhere else?
1: Yes, it is. Um, and um, they, if they could, they'd probably have it twenty four seven. So, but it is it is really neat. Um, you know, we have Margaritaville, Hilton Head, uh, Latitude Lakes, all those different areas around us um, mm-hmm. that are you know, basically utilizing the same space. So it's really neat that we have a place that they can go to um, because it's packed everywhere down here in this region, it's packed. So it's nice to be able to have them come in. And of course, playing indoors um, is a bonus for them as well.
0: Mm -hmm. One of the things that I I believe I remember from the uh, awards presentation uh, back in the spring was that there was, there was original, there was originally a, a smaller idea of, of simply a gymnasium, and it kind of grew from there. So, could you talk about that and how all the funding came together for this project?
2: Yes, sir. Again, another great question. So, you, I think when we first started looking at it and going back to my original point, is how do you bring the community together? Mm. And I think the first thought was more of a community center, mm. you know, where you could have community activities and maybe rent it out, and then maybe even a small gym. So, you know we, we looked at what that option was what those costs were and then we really started dreaming well okay if we're going to do this smaller facility why don't we just go for the gold so mm-hmm. our next iteration was like a 55,000 square foot facility that had everything oh, everything from soup to nuts bells and whistles but the problem was the price tag it came in triple what obviously the smaller community gym type facility would be so we went through many iterations and we finally came up with the facility we have now which is a very quality you know 40,000 square foot gym and facility with all the amenities so after we, after we kind of figured out you know what we want the building functions to be and you know what how much what our budget range was we obviously hired a financial consultant so we looked at know all the various options how we can finance it we ended up settling on um, using a revenue bond and pledging accommodations tax and hospitality tax so majority of the uh, debt services paid for by people that come into our town and stay here and spend money so instead of the you know existing residents the burden on them for an additional tax or additional burden the debt services paid by, you know, the, the newcomers and the people you want to come to our community. The actual operational costs are subsidized in the general fund, which are done by the taxpayers. So then after we did that, obviously we looked for sites. We are fortunate. We we are fortunate that we ended up coming, uh, meeting a individual who lived in Hill but also had a very good business in New York, a mm-hmm. beverage business distribution, and he donated five acres to our site. So we, 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 um, we're fortunate we saved probably a half a million dollars more of not having to use those proceeds from the bond issue to pay for land acquisition because we got it donated. So kind of a long winding process, but we're very proud of the facility that we do have.
0: In terms of everything – The center has kind of done, brought to the table for Parks and Recreation. How has it been received? How has it changed Parks and Rec?
1: Well, it's definitely changed um, our overall offerings. And I think um, one of the key things that I really uh, strive to talk about is that it really is um, a melting pot of our community. So we do have our old Hardyville with our new Hardyville. Mm -hmm. Uh, folks that are all coming together and um, we've merged a lot of our gated communities, you know, with those that are um, also downtown and in other regions outside of Hardyville. Um, You know, we've got Ridgeland just, you know, about 10, 15 minutes away. We've Mm -hmm. got our friends over in Levy. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's tons of places all around us that are utilizing it and it's really just been a a good place to gather for our community. Um, And of course we, you know, we focus on a lot of other things. We focus on, you know, the needs as far as fitness and athletics and wellness, you know, to to business meetings, all of that. It's really become a regional place, you know, that is, is utilized by um, everyone here in our county and um, beyond uh, this area of our county as well.
0: I'm curious, have there been special events, not as much athletic focused
1: Yes, um, we do have a lot of different events that we do, and we also have a lot of rentals. But the different events that we are offering right now um, again, not just athletic tournaments, um, but we're looking at different wellness fairs, job fairs. Um, Last night, we had a business 101 put on by one of our administrators in partnership with the Don Ryan Center. Um, You know, and basically that was for all of our local businesses here in the area. Um, And that's something that we'll continue to do. We'll work with our chamber. And a lot of other folks, um, we've got USCB, just, it's just a broad um, spectrum of different partnerships that we use for offerings. Um, so it's, like I said, it's not just athletics. The building itself has all kinds of different um, facets that are being able to help with different needs within within our community.
0: Mm-hmm. So I've, I'm always curious in these conversations about what comes along after after this project. So I would ask you all, What would you say is coming down the way? What is what's next for recreation facilities in in Hardyville?
1: Well, I mean, if it was up to me, we'd go for gold. A hundred percent. We would take it all. Um, Of course, you got me on the wire because my boss is right next to me. But, um, you know, we we have so much stuff that's in the works right now. Um, And it's, you know, for me as a Parks and Rec Director, it's an amazing opportunity to be able to see the growth um, that we've got here. One of the things that we're working on planning is we've got a 1,300-acre conservation um, easement that was donated to us, uh, which can really be a game-changer, not only for the city, but regionally. That's one of the big things that we're working on is conservation and and how we um, do smart planning and smart growth. Uh, This is one of the uh, things that we can do to help that. We also have some trails that we're working on, um, some more playgrounds. And, of course, as more as the city grows you know, all the developers and stuff that come in, we are really, we we have a seat at the table with them um, Mm -hmm. to be able to see exactly what our needs are as we grow. And we really want to work closely with them um, to figure out, you know, what those next steps are for Parks and Recreation. But the more and more people that work here, the more and more, or not work here, that live here, you know, recreation needs change all the time. So for us in Parks and Recreation, we just really want to make sure that we are we're here, you know, to to provide all the different kind of amenities uh, because it changes all the time. And we're very fortunate um, in the city that um, we have those that are in administration and on council that are, you know, forward thinking about how we can achieve those goals for our residents.
0: Mm-hmm. So one of the purposes of the associations awards is to spark conversations to spread ideas from one city or town to the next and so i would ask the two of you what you believe other municipalities could learn from what hardyville has done with this project
2: yeah i got a couple ideas and i I think the first thing is when you started it off like we had a goal we had a long-term goal in mind so basically have a goal that everybody buys into so identify it you know how do we get from Beginning to the end, I mm-hmm. think. Secondly, is is be persistent. So <laughs> you, you're going to have a long, winding road, road as well as many obstacles. So mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, traverse the obstacles, and how do I get to the end goal? And then finally, uh, where there's a will, there's a way. So <laughs> you can make it happen. You might have to think outside the box, unconventional. You know, thinking, but you'll get to it if you all uh, everybody puts their mind and dedicate that this is something we want for our community.
1: I would concur uh, with what Mr. Simbor said. I mean, you know, again for parks and recreation um, coming into this is is a dream. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to have this kind of an amenity here, you know, at the time that I got here it was such a smaller community, and now it's mm-hmm. growing by leaps and bounds. Um, so for me, it was just it was amazing to be able to have this opportunity and go. Wait a minute, this this is such a small community and they're, and they're looking at building. Oh yeah, man, we, we got to jump on board with this. And a lot of, a lot of time, um, you know, councils and administration get a little squirrely because, you know, the costs and all that stuff that, that come into it. But, you know, as he said, you know, we, we work together as a team. Um, we had that vision, we had the goal and we really stayed the course. Um, you know, if you can, if you can dream it, you can achieve it. And, um, <laughs> you know, that, that whole, that whole thing with, you um, the baseball players coming out of the corn and, you know, if you build it, they'll come. And that's, that's what we're experiencing right now is that, mm-hmm. um, you know, a lot of folks don't see what the e- economic impact from having these recreation facilities really does for our community.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: because, you know, you, you can have all the businesses that come in and, um, you know, one of the things that they want is obviously they need you know their folks that uh, are working there. They need a place to stay. They need a place to live. And they also need a place to play. Um, mm-hmm. So having all of this in place, Um, again, is really making sure that Parks and Recreation is, you know, still at the forefront of a lot of the things that we do for the city. And it really helps for long-term Parks and Recreation sustainability. So, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: like I said, I mean, this project, as Mr. Simbor said, it it certainly had its ups and downs. Um, I missed the first portion of it, but literally for the last four years, well, three years since it's been open for over a year, um, Mm -hmm. you know, it was just, it was an amazing dream uh, to be a part of and uh, a really neat, just a neat pathway to see everything come together. And, um, you know, it's like I said, it's just definitely a dream of a lifetime. If you could dream it, you can definitely achieve it.
0: Have, um, yeah, my, my mind too went to field of dreams. Definitely. Have you, um, have you had an opportunity to show it off to some of the other municipal folks in the low country?
2: Oh, absolutely! So we we have regular meetings where we coordinate with uh, our Buford County and Jasper County neighbors, and mm-hmm. yeah, they with the I think I know Buford County has a substantial facility, but I don't think anybody else has a municipal recreational complex like we have. So again, I think a little bit of envy and jealousy, but we said, come on, use it any you want. Any any lessons learned, we can definitely help you guys and gals. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I, I would say the same. I mean, we have tons of folks that are coming in here, different businesses, different partnerships. Um, the state's in here um, often doing some stuff. We just had, I think, the uh, Municipal Association for Finance was in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were doing a, a program. We've got another one coming up in here in November for building and permitting. So it's it's definitely, we're, we're opening it up to as many folks as we can so that more and more people can see it. And, you know, like I said, Soloco, they've got an event coming up we real, real quick yeah and, and uh, l um, cog is in here as well so there's a lot of different um you know facets of the community that are using it and uh, we definitely enjoy showing it off as much as we can it's it's home for us so it's we love it here and uh, we want everyone to enjoy it as much as we do
0: mm-hmm you know, when Meredith Halk from our staff was part of the team that went down for the video, I was not on that video shoot, but watching the awards video for this one, I, I'm a great lover of um, when cities can put their branding on things. So I really loved seeing the Hardyville logo in, in giant letters across the center of the basketball court. I really <laughs> liked that. Absolutely. <laughs> we agree.
1: Yeah, that was um that was a definite uh, when we were planning everything, um, you know, the, the central focus and I mean a lot of people from the outside don't don't necessarily see all those little things, but that's almost the the focal point, if you mm-hmm. if you will, um, because that's where this whole project started. It started as a as an idea of having a having a gym. Um mm-hmm. so we wanted to really make sure that we brought that focal point of Hardyville and what that mission was um, for council administration, you know, to start from there. And it has grown um, statewide. And of course, you know, through all of our different programming stuff that we're going to do, hopefully we'll, we'll take it a little bit further, but it was, uh, it was definitely done with good intention.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, I can say for, um, for those who want to learn more about the achievement awards, possibly brainstorm for submissions for the 2023 awards, you can find, all the winners at the Municipal Association's website, www.masc.sc, and search for Achievement Awards. Uh, if, if the listeners want to learn more about this rec center, where on uh, your website should they go?
1: Um, well, we right now they can go to uh, www.hardyvillesc.gov, um, mm-hmm. and we actually have a landing page where they can just click on it, and we'll take them over to the rec center and show them some offerings. Um, we're also uh, heavy with social media as well. Um, so we have mm-hmm. um, Hardyville Parks Recreation Tourism where anyone can click on that and, and hit the follow button and you can see all the fun and uh, enjoyable things that we do. And I believe we also have uh, Instagram and I believe Twitter, I believe as well. I think we've got, so yeah.
2: Even TikTok. And maybe
1: a TikTok, <laughs> yeah, I think we got TikTok going as well. So, um, but yeah, and of course, you know, they, they can always contact us um, here at the recreation center. Um, yeah. Yeah, we'd be happy
0: to, to chat with anyone. Okay. Well, that covers everything I have. So, Michael and Jennifer, thank you both so much for taking the time to tell us all about this. Well, thank you for inviting us. We really appreciate it.
1: Thank you. We appreciate it so much. <laughs>